Hello, this is Dr. Nancy O'Reilly, and you are listening to Conversations with Smart, Amazing Women. We have plenty of them. I know each and every week I tell I tell the same story, but it is true. We have so many women that can help us in so many ways in our lives to empower us, to enrich us, and to connect us with things that really, really can help us to make a difference in this world. Your health. You know, it's so very, very important to take care of your health. Without that, we're nothing. So we have so many experts in the area of health. And, of course, women who can help us uh, stay fit and vital no matter what our age is. And, uh, you know, like I said, I have so many things I wanted to do. My, um, you know, there's uh, I, I don't want to climb Mount Everest. I don't even have any intention of wanting to do that. But there's Monte Picchu. There's, there's places I want to go. There's things I want to see. And I want to stay fit and I want to stay vital and I want to be able to do all of those things. And, of course, I don't know about you, but... Uh, as a clinical psychologist, uh, I continue to reinvent, uh, en enhance different aspects of my uh, career, uh, my profession, and I, and I know many of you are thinking about that too. Starting your own business, entrepreneurs, women entrepreneurs, we're 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 the top. That's the top trend right now. Women entrepreneurs. We're leaving Fortune 500 companies, and we are starting our own companies. And because, you know, we know how to do it. We get it. And, of course, um, everything, everything about giving, relationships. You know, we are about our relationships, but let's have good ones. Let's get rid of those toxic relationships. I'm going to be talking about love and addiction. You know, uh, we, want, we want healthy relationships with not only men, but women, uh, but everyone, and especially even our, in our communities. And, of course, giving back, it is so very, very important, especially those of us that are blessed with time, talent, and treasures and how we can give that back. And today, that's who we're going to be talking to. Aria, Aria is a, Aria, Aria, that's a beautiful name, Aria, Aria of Sunshine, McGarry. Uh, she is who we're going to be talking today. She is a, she is a model for staying positive no matter what. Now, this woman has done it all she her name is well known she is a pb uh, she had uh, the pbs specials on her emmy award-winning tv show called live your legacy uh you know with all the bad news in the world including what she endured in her own lifetime she decided we all need to hear good news so she looked around for people doing good things and found her passion to live her legacy aria aria legacy is to help other people live theirs as well. And, you know, she spreads the good news uh, and these inspiring stories uh, through her Live Your Legacy Summits. We're going to have a link on our website so you can go in and uh, attend one of these. Maybe you don't know what to do in your life. Maybe there's something that you want to do to give back. Well, uh, Aurea knows how to teach you and, and to show you how to do that because she's been doing that all of her life. And so, uh, again, her program, Live Your Legacy, there's so many things, and her book. Uh, as many of you know, October is Breast Cancer Awareness, but she had, she had cancer. And she, her story is a story of survival, but her story is a story of triumph. So her book, bu book is called I Won't Survive, But I'll Thrive. You know, so I'm so pleased to, to, to welcome her today. And I, and I know we're kindred souls, you know, and it's all about 
Women Connecting for Good, and here is Aurea, and that is exactly what she is doing for each and every one of us every single day of her life. So welcome to Women Speak Conversations. Thank you so much for being with us. Aurea. Like a of sunshine. Aurea. Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, we were chatting before I started the recording, and, and uh, I, we found, uh, just found out we're kindred souls because we're both from Georgia, and well, that says enough now. right there. And you live there now, I'm and I used to, and it's, it's, I'm sorry? I said I'm from New York, but I live in Atlanta now. Good for you. Good for you. I was just in New York a couple of weeks ago. It's, you know, there's great places all, all, all over the world, but, but I want to thank you for talking to me today. This is, this is really neat stuff you're doing, and as I mentioned um uh, before I started the recording, I'm all about connecting women, connecting women for good, and you've been doing that for a long time. But you know, Aurea, what is most important, and I usually start out this way, and I didn't warn you about this, but I'm going to just tell you, uh, I usually start out by asking people their personal story because you know, I, you and I both know we're not in this world for, uh, you know, there's no mistakes really, and we're here. Uh, and things happen in our lives, and they direct us, and sometimes they put us in places that kind of orchestrate where we go and what we do. And I know your personal story is amazing, and what you're doing today uh, coincides. And so I would just like for you to share that personal story, and how, how and, and then we'll just start talking about what you're doing today. Well, how long do you have? <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> well, let, just go, just go for it, go for it. Exactly. Yeah. Well, to make a very long story short, I love to give women especially hope because our lives are usually a lot about overcoming obstacles and getting through another trial and tribulation. And so I'm no different than anyone, especially women. We're very, very strong by nature. And I was born and raised in New York City, and my dad was a Greek tycoon, multimillionaire at the time, and my mom. Mom was a, a cosmopolitan model, and she retired from that to, you know, get married and have kids. And I would skate in Lake Plaza with Dorothy Hamill when I was a little girl, and Dorothy Hamill was only eight, and I was like five or six, something like that. Uh-huh. And we, cool. had, like, we lived Camelot style. It was really, really wonderful until I turned 15, and my dad was brutally murdered, and they think by one of the mafias. So he was very, you know, prominent and into shipping, and he was a lawyer, and you know, probably made a lot of enemies along the way. And uh, our whole life changed. We went from having everything to having nothing overnight. Oh, my gosh. So from that, I learned how to be resilient. I learned how to bounce back. I learned how to go into, you know, the work field very quickly. And I also learned how to um, go for my dreams very quickly. At that point, I'd been, you know, kind of sheltered. But I wanted to get into the entertainment world and be an actress. So because I had to at that moment go out and make money now, I auditioned for a professional high school like you see in fame to get into that high school to get serious about my future. And I got in, and it it, it changed my life. I went from that to, you know, pursuing my career, doing a soap opera, then unfortunately got into a domestic violence marriage. My first marriage was domestic abuse, but was able to get out of that. And I got into a home-based business and was able to earn a free car and use it as a getaway car. Uh, yeah. You know, way. Yes, yes, good. You do what you got to do. But yeah, uh, you again, do. just resilience, you know, life happens. And you, and I guess I have been born with a bit of survivor mode in me because there's nothing that was taught to me. It just, you know, an obstacle would happen and I'd get real strong. I may break yeah. down later. You know, you can cry later. But when things happen, it immediately my survivor skills 
um, kick in, and I just say, okay, what do I need to do? And versus I don't just kind of crawl in a hole at that moment. I can crawl in that hole later and do the proper grieving um, that you need to do because we all do need to grieve too. But the man went to cancer. You know, my brother got cancer right after that. My mother got cancer and then passed away from cancer. Then I ended up getting cancer on my 38th birthday. And, um, excuse me, they they took out half of both of my lungs, my thymus, the lining around my heart, disconnected half my diaphragm, and took out the nerve to my vocal cord nerve and told me I'd never speak again above a whisper. It would be impossible. You know, and God loves the word impossible because it's not in his dictionary. Yeah. He told me at that moment when I was lying on that recovery table that I was going to write a book and it was going to help a lot of people. And it was seven years in the making after that before it became a reality. But I never forgot that moment when I just knew that I was supposed to write a book. And that ended up turning into my TV show, Live Your Legacy, for charities and profits, nonprofits. And my voice came back, and it shouldn't have. I'm not singing anymore, but, you know, I'm talking on the phone with you and all of your wonderful listeners, and I shouldn't even be doing this. And then I won an Emmy Award for having a TV talk show, which goes back to my little girl dream of wanting to be an actress, wanting to be on TV and stage. So I just like to give people hope. Never give up on your dreams. And whatever comes your way, I love the saying, um, you can judge the size of the woman, or you can say person, but I like to say woman, size of the woman by the size of the obstacle it takes to stop her. Just be unstoppable. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've I've got this amazing friend, and and, uh, uh, Ray has a, a very, very similar story to yours. And these these are people that are gifts. I call the, I call people like you gifts because you're you you come into our lives and I'm talking about me as well as anyone. But you come into our lives during some of the most difficult times, and it, and it's almost like uh, you know, for me it was like she she showed up at the right time, and I know you've showed up at the right time for so many people because. You know, it, it it really, you know, we we just, you know, we just sometimes need support. We just need someone to know that that you care, and and I think that is so very very important. So I'm going to call you a gift, <laughs> and if, if you want to, please before you, if anything before this conversation is over, is know that you're a gift to many, and I know today that you'll be a, actually you're going to be a gift to me already just by what you're talking about. But living your living your legacy is such a profound. I mean, well, first of all, you wrote the book. I won't. I, I won't survive. I, I won't survive. I'll thrive. Which right. I think, again, uh, for a lot of women, this is uh, October is National uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and which I'm on many 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 boards. But uh, I'm pleased to you know pleased to say, pleased to say that I'm on our local breast cancer foundation uh, board and and. But but again, it, it's amazing to me the number of people that have been through some pretty horrific things in their life. But now it's about paying it forward. Now it's about helping those down that path, which is an, which which for, which for you was uncharted territory, and that for many are un, and I think that's it. It's uncharted territory. And when we hear of stories like yours, that you, you know you can make it, you can do it. It's just that in itself can be the the wondrous thing of all. 
Well, it can be the reason, you know, that you're alive and doing what you're doing. So many of us, especially when we're young, we're wondering what our purpose is. And it's not yeah. always what we think it is. And when you're going through a horrible tragedy, and you know, sometimes you have really, really bad tragedies, sometimes it's just a bump in the road. But whatever it is, yeah. you don't realize at the time it's cultivating you and your life, and you can use yeah. it as a legacy. And that's what I teach in my summits, how to live your legacy. And one of the courses I teach is how to you, to turn those obstacles into your legacy. Yeah, you know? and, and opportunities, because oftentimes they can be opportunities. Well, you know, I had a, I had a good friend give me a, a little saying, and it says, "When one when one door opens, you know, uh, you know, when one door closes, another one will open for you, and and so that's the door that you can go through. So, so there's so many different doors, also that. But unfortunately, some people keep choosing the wrong doors, don't they? Yes, keep banging their head against the wall, and they need to open the doorknob. Yeah, I call I call I call it the snake pit. You know, as a psychologist, I, I've worked with people, and they'll come in, and they've tried this, and, and you know, they know it's, not, you know, either it's a, a person, like you said, uh, a domestic violence situation, a toxic person in their life, but they'll keep going back into the same situation, and I love to use the, uh, the, the idea, I, well, first of all, I ask them, I said, why would you go in the snake pit? And they go, well... You know, I, I really didn't mean to. And I, and then I said, well, you think you're a snake charmer? Yeah, uh, I well, I don't think so. But, you know, why, why do you go back into a situation there's just every good chance in the world that you're going to get dead again? And, and, and that's, I think, the, the, the time that, you know, people like you come along and, and they finally go, you know what, I, I can choose a different door. I can choose a different direction. And I don't – and. I can choose what what is going to help many many people as well. I call it paying forward. Right. You pay it forward. So. That's great. Okay. Let's let's talk about your legacy because first of all, I'm involved. Uh, uh, I'm, actually, our family has several foundations, and so as I said, the Women Connect for Good Foundation is about finding people who want to make a difference, who already in some ways maybe are are have created a legacy, but they want to share it and they want to uh, help people to create their own. Tell me, tell me a little bit about, you know, and, and first of all, I, I, I'm going to stop talking for a minute. I know I'm talking a lot, but I wanted to share one other thought, and I want you to consider maybe using this when you're talking. Instead of not-for-profit, think of the term social profit, because I believe that all of these organizations, I know they're 501c3, whatever, are actually what would we do with without the social profit organizations? You know, there's that. no way. I love that. There's no way we would survive if we didn't have all these organizations. Uh, the Breast Cancer Foundation is a 501c3, but social profit really helps us to understand how powerful and how important all of these legacies and these things that we're doing. So I'm just going to throw that out there for food for thought. Okay. Oh, great, great. I love that social profit. It's amazing. Uh, um, well, with that, um, I, I went from, you know, wanting to help people after I went through all my tragedies. It just kind of became my passion to use what I went through to turn around and help people. So, of course, I started with helping women escape domestic violence or identify sure. it. And I was talking a lot about um, why do women stay in abusive relationships. And um, then when I went through my cancer, it became even more 
um, a passion of mine to help a lot of charities, not just, you know, I had non-Hodgkin's. I didn't want to limit myself to only being a spokesperson for that particular cancer or domestic violence. So when I did my television show, I wanted to tell the stories of the heroes of the Social Profit Network. <laughs> yeah. Because they're heroes. Good job. Good That's job. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I use that. Absolutely, it's going to be my new my, my new verbiage for sure. Because people do Good. profit from them; they don't realize it, and they get a lot more profit from it than just cash. They get saved lives. They get cures to diseases. They get so much. And these are the unsung heroes that started it, you know, on a dime, or started it because they they went through something. And I always think of um, um, Adam Walsh's dad. Um, yeah, that, yeah, that's a great story. That's the pinnacle of turning the worst obstacle you could a parent could absolutely ever have in the million years, that's the worst of the worst, and turning it into an amazing, life-changing, life-saving legacy. And right. so that, when you think that he had every right, and so did his wife, to curl up in a ball and that be the end of their life, yeah. they decided think of, the world. You know, the Amber, Amber Alert and all the different things, yeah. all the laws. That the have, milk carton, everything have, started from that. Yeah. And uh, that's just what I want people to know that, you know, whatever they're going through, they can turn it around to have a, that piece of that because it's not always going to be that big national-wise. But, you know, if you change one life, it's worth it. If you have yeah. one person because of something bad you went through, it makes going through it that much better and that much yeah. more worth it. And you kind of see, oh, that's why I went through it. Maybe it was just help that one person. You know, that yeah. one person can go off and be the next John Walsh for all you know in whatever situation it was. So you just never know whose lives you're touching that are going on and touching others. So well, that, that's, I mean, that's got to be the most fun in the whole world doing that because I, I just, you know, uh, the, the thing is, and in, in you probably have heard this, a, a lot of people can write a check, okay? I mean, right. you can write a check. You can, you can sit down if you are, you know, if you do have money and, and you do have whatever, and somebody says, hey, you know, it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Give us some money for BCFO. They go, sure, okay, write a check. But the thing is, is when people actually, the legacy really is about really becoming a part of whatever that is. And that's, I call it sweat equity, but I also call it a re- taking on the responsibility and the connection that you create because of that uh, that connection to that social profit organization. But, but right. you know, isn't I don't know about you, but to watch someone who makes that transformation from the the from the check writing person to the actual person who who gets in there and uses their head, uses their heart. I call it time, talent, and treasures. Oh, but if they right. use all three of those things, the power and and what they receive is is something uh, that is the gift. That is right. the gift right there. Well, so you know what I'm finding is so many people that would love to be able to give a check and support a charity don't have it these days. So I, in turn, show them how they can be creative and help. And they do put in that, you know, clean out your closet and give it to your local consignment shop that sells to give the profit to your favorite charity. We have lots of those in our town. You know, sure. go in and spend an hour or so, you know, reading books to children, um, you know, in the hospital or wherever that you find, you know, there's plenty of, you know, places where you can go in and help kids if kids are your passion or animals and you really go and you spend time because we all have time so even the poorest financial person can feel useful and relevant and you know because this economy is getting so many people down they're not feeling their self-worth anymore because that paycheck it's surprising how much that that builds people's self-esteem and when that's taken away your yeah. self-esteem starts going down 
And I say, yeah. you know, get involved, volunteer, and spend the time um, doing for them what they need just as much, you know, not not more, but they need just as much as they do the money to run the business. They could use your services. So I help them yeah. be creative, and myself included, to be creative and say, what do you need from me today? I know I'd love to write you that check that, you know, I'm praying that that happens soon. But right now I have time. What do you need? Yeah, you know, or, or, I, or I know someone that has something that you need. And, that, mm-hmm. and I think that's the other thing. You know, if you know someone, uh, you know, we, we, you know if, you can, if you can't do it or you don't even have it, say, I need to get a, uh, a chair or a desk or right. a computer, call somebody else. I mean, you know, the thing is, is once, once we're able, as you said, we may not have the check, we may not be able to do it, but we may know somebody who has that talent who's willing to give that talent. Well, to you them. know what I call that? I call that net weaving. That weaving, I like that. Yeah. I, I, I'll take that one, okay? I'll take that one. <laughs> Sharing weaving. ideas, I love it. But that's what started my Live Your Legacy Summits, is um, taking what I was doing on television, which is you don't have that live audience. You don't touch people right away in the same room. And we put it live in the room, and we had such a great response this past September 10th when we launched it because we net-weaved having nonprofit organizations there as business vendors, uh, your regular retailers to help the communities, you know, home-based businesses and, and sure. philanthropists. And, and then we had on stage where I honored the legacies. I honored a philanthropist for being able to write those big checks and being passionate about several causes from the arts right. to other things, to autism. Then I uh, sure. I honored um, a woman who started a foundation, and it was her dream since she was four, to save animals. And she's saved yeah. 1,900 animals and 350 foster children along the way. And then I um, I um, honored a woman who's living her legacy with her talent as her business. And that's sure. Justin Bieber's vocal coach, um, Jan Smith. We honored her because she's touched you know, over 4,000 musical careers that have gone on to create jobs and gone on to create dreams, and now she has sure. a nonprofit organization. So it was really, really a nice mix, and people can nominate people to, to earn the awards, people they feel in their community deserves a round of applause or a thank you. So it's very versatile. It's kind of like no rules. I, I take the nominations as they come in to see if there's that, that special someone that deserves the praise, because everybody deserves it, of course. But that little extra something that says, this one needs to be on stage. More people need to know about what this person has done. And I'm loving that it's a lot of teenagers, too. There's a lot of good teenagers out there oh, yeah. today. But they don't get the press because everybody's watching the reality TV where everybody's punching and kicking and screaming and doing terrible things. There's a yeah. lot of good teenagers out here doing great things, starting nonprofits, trying to be a help in their community, and it's absolutely sure. phenomenal. So they're the ones I give my, my uh, promotion to. Right. We call those the Nexers, the Nexer. But uh, we, we actually, uh, uh, my children, you know, they're now giving their children uh, X amount of dollars that they can uh, put towards different projects, and they get to decide which projects they want the, the, the money to do. But they're also spending time. They're also involved in these projects. They're also using their, their time and their talents already, even as young people, because I think right. it's something that you can you can start very very early on. Uh, you know, I came from a background that my uh, my family, my my grandparents were uh, started uh, did a lot of mission work. But you can start as early as possible with with kids, teaching them oh, yeah. about their legacy because I I think that's what's so important. It, 
you know, people want to, you know, there's so many people, they just say, I want to help, I want to give, I just don't know how. So as soon as we can start teaching uh, empathy, teaching, uh, you know, how we're connected, that we're all in it together, then people can actually start as early. I, I, love, uh, I love this uh, story, this little girl, uh, we have what we call a backpack program. It's a weekend backpack feeding program for kids that are already receiving, you know, the lunch and breakfast in the schools, but on the weekends they had nothing. So the backpack program was developed for these children so that on the weekends they would have food until they came to school on Monday and, of course, wouldn't be ready to learn instead of starving. But this one little girl, she went out. She was oh, she was only four years old, but she knew about the backpack program. Her grandmother had told her, went out and had a lemonade stand, and on, on one of our press releases, one of the days that we were collecting and recognizing different sponsors, she gave us a dollar, uh, $1 for the backpack program. Aww. I mean, I mean, this is, and it, and it was probably the most touching yeah. of, like of the dollars. Might. You know, the widow's might demand more than all the, you know, the king's sure. you know, riches. It's that sure. last little dollar. Well, I don't even know what they're doing. It's so wonderful. Well, well, tell me one of the best stories, because I think stories are wonderful. But what's one of the best stories that you, to date, that you would say just probably was the most touching of all, that, again, uh, living your legacy and something that some, someone else could really relate to? Oh, that's a hard one. We just started the events this last month. So the funny, the, the feedback that I get um, from when I started today, it's not a touching, it's a touching story, but it's not like a legacy story. But it shows that when we, when we open our mouths to help people, you never know what's going on in somebody's life. And just a story that stuck out to me was I was talking to a, a woman, and I had just spoken against domestic violence. And right. she came up to me and she said, you know, my dad used to beat my mom. And she goes, and now she's in an abusive relationship. And what I do is I open up the conversation by speaking. Oh, that's a sure. real hidden thing people, women go through. and We don't talk about it because we're ashamed of Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So when Absolutely. I get back to talking about it, they feel comfortable come up to me and tell me, you know, my dad beat my mom so bad when she was pregnant with my sister that she had the baby early. It was uh, several weeks early, and the baby had bruises all over her oh my God. when she oh my was God. from being beaten. And I, that touched me. And she, she went home, and it wasn't long before she left her abuser because she just got strength realized, I can't repeat this. You know, I can't do this. It's not right, right because it didn't click right. in, but it just took one more piece, one more seed to be sown to say, I'm done. You know, yeah. and you, you don't realize yeah. that you could be that one last seed or that first seed they need. They may not leave right away or get the picture right away, but we've got to be seed sowers and let, you know, God water it and let other people sow some more so people, you know, feel they have help, they have support. Yeah. And it just really it's really makes living, you know, worthwhile. Like I said, it's worth yeah. going through the well, hard times. Yeah. Aria, I, I, you know, as a psychologist, that one of the things that I, I, I like to share sometimes is also that, Human beings, we tend to look at everybody else, and especially women. Look, at, and we're we're really bad about comparing ourselves. But we look at other women, and we we say they're doing so well, they're doing so good. You know, how could they possibly understand what I'm going through or, or what my situation is? And and I think this is where the power of the story comes in. Is that when we do find people that, you know, that maybe, you know, we like to put people on pedestals, silly as it may sound, right. but we do, the, the media makes us do that. 
you know, you're, you're, you've been in show business. We put people on pedestals that are impossible places for us to compare and impossible places to be and to stay. So that right. I think when your story or my story is helpful to someone else to find out, hey, you know what? They're going through something similar to what I'm going through. Right. Then, then, it, then it's workable. You know, then it's possible. Right, right. And, you know, nobody's perfect. Everybody's going through their stuff. And, and it's funny, all the problems that you have, you still wouldn't trade it for somebody else's because whatever it is you're going through, you can handle it. Even if it may seem like it's too much right now, it was meant for you to handle it, not somebody else, and vice versa. So it's always yeah. it's as simple as simple as lesson we learned when we were little. The grass yeah. is always greener on the other side. That's truly, <laughs> you know, true. We just for some reason that's like in us to think everybody else has it better than us or that person yeah. is better than us yeah. or has it yeah. better. And we don't t- take time to say, you know, you know, what your blessings are, what your gifts are, what your legacy is. And there is no level at that point when it comes to a legacy. It's your legacy is just as important as anybody else's. Yeah. I, I, I love to go into a room, and, and uh, especially when I'm speaking to a group of women. And I always start out by saying, I love smart, amazing women. And, uh, you know, I'm so glad to be with all of you smart, amazing women. And, you know, a lot of women sometimes will put their heads down, kind of like, oh, good grief, who is she talking to? Right. You know, and, and actually sometimes I will, by the time I'm finished, though, I want all you amazing women, those of you that are smart and amazing women, raise your hand. By the end of the, end of the conversation or end of the, end of the presentation, everyone's raising their hand. And, sure. and I think that's what we're all trying to do with all of these social profit organizations is that we not only join hands, but we raise our hands in, 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 in showing and, and, and that our time and our talent and our treasures, everyone has them. There, there, is, there are plenty out there, but we just make, need to make sure people recognize that they are agents of change and they can, they can create social change in such simple ways that if we just give them the tools or they look around and, ha- and see the tools they've already had, they can use them effectively. Absolutely. I well, I know you're. I know you're a busy woman, and you've got lots going on. And we want to support uh, Women Speak and the Women Connect for Good uh, Foundation. Wants to to uh, support you. I'd love to put a link on the website, vice versa. But uh, you you are one woman I'd like to connect with, and I know there's other women who again are already in the social profit world, or that, but are looking for other ways to broaden their because for me, really, it's about collaboration. If I have the power, in, I mean, if I have the, not the power, if I have the, the resources in one area that I can use and then double it with your resources and then somebody else's, it, the powerful part is that we can do anything. We can do anything. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. And, uh, and I, so, yes, yeah, so I'd definitely love to support you. I'm glad we met for sure, and I'd love let's, to Yeah, let's, let's net, net weave and... Uh, bring all of our social profits together. Okay. But uh, for now, let's just make sure they know about your summit, okay. uh, your Live Your Legacy Summit, and anything else about you they, they want to learn. And then we'll get that link up on the website to your summit so that people can click away and, uh, and, and of course, uh, participate. And, and your book uh, is, ex- is something very important uh, uh, you know there are many, many women out there looking for answers and, and want to get out of want to get out of terrible situations and people that are struggling with cancer. So uh, I know you're available to to talk about all these things. So Absolutely. where do they find out? 
That's what all about you. All about you. Wild Axe, I'm all about them. So the summit is really that support group. It's wonderful. And we're just getting together the dates for the new national tour. And right now, if they go on to liveyourlegacysummit.com, you can either invite me to come to a city near you. If you're in a big city, then great, but there's an application on there. Even if you're in a smaller city, maybe the next biggest city next to you, you can invite me to come. And or you can nominate a hero. We're going to be in St. Petersburg, Florida, January 7th, 2012. And the website is up and ready to take nominations for speakers and for heroes and for legends. And then the next one in Atlanta is March 24th here in the Atlanta area. And then we want to do several more across the country. So invite me to your city because I'd love to come and, and yeah. meet people in person. There's a, there's a woman in uh, actually St. Pete I need to introduce you to. Uh, she's started what they call Moxie Women, and she's all about bringing uh, women together that are doing amazing things. Like I said, this is all, this is fun stuff. I can guarantee yeah. you, once you get started, it's uh, it's really really fun stuff. And and I guess that's the other thing that people need to understand: you meet the neatest people. You do. You, and you make the very best friends that you could ever make in your entire life, and and that you never ever knew that that you could have that kind of uh, connection with people at such a spiritual, psychological, and emotional level that is so so replenishing and rejuvenating. That's right. That's right. Well, you keep up the good work out there. Yeah, let's keep let's keep going. We, we're just getting started, as they say. That's let's right. just let's just keep doing. It. It's been a pleasure talking with you. And uh, like I said, we will get uh, uh, Kathy Evans. will get with you and uh, articles and different things, whatever we can do to help help you net weave. And to continue the, your good works, and uh, and let's stay connected because that's what Women Connect is all about. Oh, absolutely! Right back at you. Anything I can do for you? Well, you just uh, you, just, you say hi to everybody in Georgia for me, and uh, <laughs> I will, I will. You're <laughs> a Georgia peach for sure now, and I'm I'm a Georgia peach uh, from one peach to the next one. Say hey, you have a great day. You too. All right, Bye-bye. thank you so much. Bye bye. Welcome. Bye. Bye.